The Sandwich Chef's Difference. Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges. Today we spoke to Gary Powell, Network Developer for Sandwich Chefs, Australia's leading sandwich, carver and catering franchise provider. Gary discussed the state of the food, restaurant and hospitality franchise sectors in Australia and what it really takes to be a successful franchise company. Listen out as Gary discusses how Sandwich Chefs differentiates itself in the market, how a potential franchisee should approach a new business opportunity, and Sandwich Chefs' growth plans in 2018 and beyond. Welcome everyone, my name is Raghu and I'm here with Frank Zemus from Eden Exchange. Hello everyone. Today we're joined by Gary Powell, who's the Network Development Manager for Sandwich Chefs, a leading franchise hospitality brand in major regional areas and centres in Australia. Thanks all for joining us today, Gary. Thanks, Raghu. Thanks, Frank. Firstly, Gary, can you just tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to be in this position at Sandwich Chefs? Uh, Well, I've been in franchising for a a very long time now, nearly 30 years. Uh, My original background was in uh, hospitality management and uh, I worked for uh, Pizza Hut and then I went and worked for another group that, strangely enough, was uh, called the Pure Natural Food Company and I've done a great big circle because Pure Natural is a sister brand to Sandwich Chefs. When I was there, and this was back in the 80s, there were these strange people uh, working there in the group who were called franchisees. And um, they were a, a very, I mean, an emerging franchise, a very cutting edge franchise. And um, that was my first exposure to it. But franchising is synonymous with fast food and my rest of my career was yep. as an operations manager, pretty much, with, uh, with uh, lots of different organisations. And later, and later in my career, I've been a consultant to uh, many franchise organisations. Yeah, great. Look, and it's apt timing we've got you on. But the situation in the franchise market is a, is a little bit tense at the moment, given some recent you know, controversies. How do you comment on that? And, and how's Sandwich Chef responding to some of these concerns? Well, my observation has not has not changed over the years. Problems with franchising um, start when franchisors make their business franchising. And what I mean by that is that... Uh, uh, at Sandwich Chefs, our core business is selling our product. So we want to be the best we can at being a, a carvery and make your own sandwich outlet. And it's recognised by everybody in the organisation is that both the franchisor and franchisee make money out of sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And franchising is a means to an end. So the way we, um, uh, everybody involved, every stakeholder in the business, makes money is not through the franchise or um, uh, manipulating the franchise relationship to maximise their revenues from franchisees. It's a poor business model. Uh, it creates uh, tensions within the, the franchise relationship mm-hmm. um, and it has no uh, prospect of long-term viability. Yeah. And if everybody is engaged with the brand and engaged with the product, uh, everybody wins. Yeah. So we, we recognise that... Uh, our franchisees are very much in business for themselves, but they're not by themselves. And we recognise that we don't have a franchise network if mm-hmm. our franchisees are in distress and uh, you know, have to close doors and our reputation with landlords is wrecked and that sort of thing. It has such uh, repercussions. So that's my response, yep. is that our relationship is built on a, a desire to make our franchisees successful. 
Yeah. So it's more of an investment into the into the franchise and into the product rather than you know where where the revenue is coming from and and not sort of manipulating the the franchisee to 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 make your money. Absolutely, Frank. There's we we you, there are decisions that you have to make in fra- franchising and. Uh, you know, the other issue in franchising at the moment is location and, uh, you know, especially in shopping centres and shopping centre rents. Yep. And some franchisors will make poor decisions about uh, placing a business yep. in a shopping centre because they know that uh, they'll turn over a very large turnover and they'll take a royalty of that very large turnover. Yep. Secondary is that the rent's so high, even with that large turnover, right. that business might not be viable. So we're quite happy uh, at Sandwich Chefs to walk away mm-hmm. from that uh, AAA shopping centre. Yep. And we might not have a presence in the biggest shopping centre in Australia, but um, we've made that conscious decision. We've been offered the site, but we've made that conscious decision to ensure franchisee viability down the track. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks, Gary. So you know, given your knowledge of uh, the industry, where do you think the Aussie franchise sector is heading over the next couple of years? Any key trends you you're seeing that people really need to pay attention to? I can see that the, you know some of the recent media coverage about uh, some franchisors have been in particular difficulty, um, have, slowing down the growth in the franchise sector. But franchising is not going anywhere. Mm. Uh, the reality is that there's uh, what's not talked about is the thousands of successful franchises, mm. ten thousand odd outlets here in Australia. Uh, majority of which are owned and operated by uh, very satisfied franchise owners. It's unlikely that uh, that's going to change and I think franchising will continue to prosper in the Australian market. What will change is the products and you want to, uh, franchise always have to be aware of this, is that uh, like everything, the actual retail environment that uh, the majority of, and even you know, in the service industries, the, the nature of the product that the brands are selling is going to change and franchisors have to be aware of that. So in food, you know, the disruptors in terms of, you know, Deliveroo and Uber Eats and Menulog, like us, Sandwich Chefs, we're fully committed to um, have offering services across all those platforms. Mm-hmm. If a franchisor is not on top of that change, mm-hmm. um, it's going to affect the viability of their franchisees and they'll run, run, run into problems. Mm-hmm. But uh, foods, hospitality, uh, people got to eat, yeah. Right? Yeah. as they say. Yeah. So we're not going anywhere for a very yeah. long time. Shopping centres, uh, yes, they will continue to experience uh, challenges. And uh, over time, I, I, I expect the shopping, shopping centre, the landlords, will uh, recognise the importance, especially of uh, franchise tenants mm-hmm. and uh, uh, some of their... Some of their expectations will be modified okay. uh, in the best way because at the moment, at cornerstone of their business, um, you know, they wouldn't have shopping centres that generate such good returns without a uh, healthy, successful franchise sector. And is it, it's also the case that people often go to these shopping centres to eat. Yes. So it's, it's, mm. it's not just shopping and as a chance to go and have a meal. Yeah. yeah. No. And increasingly, I think shopping centres will... Um, curate their offer um, to be a destination for something other than um, shopping. So it'll be an experience. I'm going there for an experience. Yeah, it's definitely, it'll definitely have to, be, to go down that way because yeah. uh, 
because online is so much more convenient, right? That's right. So, yeah. That's right. And so yeah, they'll, yeah. They'll, they'll be challenged in terms yeah. of shopping uh, from disruptors and mm-hmm. the online experience. And yes, I can order something online in terms of a food offer, um, but brand mm-hmm. and the quality of the product will still you know, determine what somebody clicks on that food offer. And I think we're well positioned there in that space. And you mentioned, you know, you know how you, you know, really focus on the selling of the products, but how, how do you do that? I mean, what, what separates sandwich chefs from other restaurant or, or other food franchises on the market? So sure. what's your clear differentiation points? Uh, our very clear differentiation points in our menu are that uh, we it's make your own sandwiches. Yeah. Everybody loves a sandwich. Yeah. Everybody has a favourite <laughs> way to make their sandwich, and it's make your own sandwich. Yeah. But in terms of our, you know, a our secret herbs and spices. As can, a you, can you tell that? Or? No, I can't tell you exactly. Oh, right. <laughs> but, um, the, uh, but we do, uh, we have a carvery and uh, our, our carvery meats are slow cooked for in excess of 14 hours and uh, wow. are an ex- excellent product. And yep. look, that's something that uh, is difficult to copy. It's mm-hmm. our core unique product. It gives us a point of difference in the marketplace. Yeah. <clears throat> but our the broad range of our menu also means that we've got something for everybody, and we can uh, mm-hmm. we can please uh, the fussiest of tastes yep. for uh, a very broad range of customers. So when we're operating in a, a shopping centre environment, as an example, uh, and you look around uh, a food court and you see uh, lots of different offers of lots of different lots of different competitors, we have something in our menu that is competitive with virtually every one of those operators. Yeah, yeah sure. And also that, that sort of slow cooking, it, it, it's a healthier way to eat. Absolutely. And, and people are choosing that in front of anything else. Tell us about this sort of uh, sort of character attributes or, or the sort of people that you're looking for as franchisees. Well, we've got a pretty comprehensive training system. So previous food experience is not a biggie for us. Mm-hmm. So um, we want people that uh, can demonstrate uh, two things. One is uh, an ability to engage with the brand and with the franchise and uh, understand the, fran- the nature of the franchise relationship. We'll assess people. And you know, some people talk about uh, franchisees, not, not wanting franchisees to be entrepreneurial. We want franchisees to be entrepreneurial, but also to recognise that there are limitations mm-hmm. in a franchise as to their, mm-hmm. you know, what they can do. It's important that people uh, get our product and by, what I mean by that is that um, you know they feel comfortable uh, uh, wearing the uniform. They feel comfortable going home to the family and friends and saying, "I own a sandwich chef's franchise." Um, they uh, are proud of what they do on a daily basis. We'll teach them the skills how to operate the business, but those that engagement is something that's very important to us. The second part is that we want people who. Um, demonstrate to us an ability to learn how to become um, multi-store owners. We want our franchisees to evolve, to become uh, multi-unit operators and to become business people Mm -hmm. with substantial business um, uh, and operating in an environment that is more than just a a labour-intensive job. So we're looking for people who have the potential to become skilled managers of managers. Okay. And out of your current franchisees, how many, uh, um, what percentage would be multi-store owners? 
current franchisees, about thirty uh, percent are multi-store owners. Fantastic. And uh, of our existing pipeline of new store openings, uh, over fifty percent of them are franchisees reinvesting in the sandwich chefs franchise. Wow. And do you provide a path to get to that multi-store level, or do people usually come in and buy a few at once? No, we provide a pathway. So the um, you know somebody would typically start with just one sandwich chefs business. Hmm. Uh, but then from the very start, we start talking to them about how they're going to grow their business. And growing a business uh, is, and we, we, are, we ask that they understand that, that uh, business growth has got multiple channels and it's not just about selling lots and lots of sandwiches. Mm -hmm. So we start very early to talk to them about um, you know, other opportunities. Internally, all our, uh, our new business opportunities, so all our new sites are advertised uh, in the first instance to our existing franchise community and and our uh, business, our operations manager managers are always talking to the franchisees about you know, what's ha happening around the corner, what opportunities are coming mm. up and skilling them in uh, A, to ha how to manage their business properly, so their existing business, and what skills they'll need to duplicate that in a second, third or fourth fourth business. And we talk, we talk about that very early on in the piece. Sure. So we've got a franchisee uh, in Adelaide who's uh, been with us for, uh, he already had another food business, um, uh, has demonstrated very quickly that he's, he's got uh, the skills and knowledge to operate two businesses and he's, opening, he's already put in an offer for his second sandwich chefs uh, after right. uh, three months. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. And because he's got that previous experience, we're more than happy to uh, yep. to accommodate him. And, and you mentioned training as part of your support, yep. as well as, as identifying skills that they may need for for a second. Uh, well, what other ways do you support your 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 franchisees when they first start? Primarily, I mean, the training is uh, is critical. You know? mm -hmm. So we've we've got a uh, a six week program. Mm -hmm. um, four weeks are spent at off-site training, so at another store, yep. and that training is one-on-one -on -one with a training manager, sandwich chef's training manager. Um, you know, the reality with training, Frank, is that you have to be competent in a specific task, so there is a lot of repetition. Yep. You know, how do you make a roast pork roll correctly yep. into standard, yep. and to be competent yep. uh, means you might have to make a lot, a lot of uh, roast pork well, rice. Presentation is everything, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So we we'll, so there's a lot of repetition in it, and mm. there's a lot of uh, business management elements around rostering, and food cost, and mm. you know making business business profitable. Uh, so that's pretty comprehensive. There's two weeks training at the back of that um, uh, in store. So once the store is open, we have a team that goes in there and uh, uh, supports the franchisee in their first two weeks. Then there's uh, a ongoing support from our operations managers. I would say we've got one of the uh, uh, lowest stores to operation manager ratios in the uh, Australia at the moment. We operate at about 12 uh, stores per operations manager. Okay. Our operations managers are uh, uh, all experienced. Well, three of them are chefs well, well, who have owned okay. their own restaurants mm -hmm. yeah. and have worked in other franchise organisations. And I hope I'm drawing a picture of them. They're almost from yeah. the perfect yeah. background. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they spend a lot of time uh, both hands-on with the franchisee in the business or the franchisee's manager yeah. and 
sitting across, you know, having a coffee with the franchisee, acting like a business coach. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We provide uh, purchasing yep. support. We have approved suppliers. We provide uh, marketing and advertising support, both in terms of brand advertising, mm-hmm. uh, quarterly promotions yep. across the entire network. And then all our uh, business consultants and uh, the franchisees have a toolbox of what call area marketing okay. uh, resources that they have access to. Yeah. And a big part of that uh, discussion with the, uh, uh, with the franchisees about local area marketing okay. as well. We also, uh, at the very start of the process, we, like many franchises, have an interest in the leasehold premises. So we don't profess to be uh, retail property experts ourselves. So we get in real experts. Mm. A lot of franchise groups, uh, you know, the uh, the people who are excellent food operators yep. and have a few uh, points on the board suddenly believe that they're also uh, excellent yep. at negotiating retail leases. Well, we've sort of parked our egos uh, mm. and uh, we've got some real experts in to do it for us and they uh, they negotiate the terms of the lease yep. we get we get some fantastic deals yep. in terms of uh, contributions from landlords and yep. gross rents yep uh, those sort of things and uh, those lease terms of course are passed on in full to our yep. franchisees yeah yep. so we provide a very comprehensive uh, level of support to our franchisees. Yeah, sure. And it is like, you know, you've got like a well-proven structure, methodology, you know, old brand name, oh, well, very, very well-known brand name as well. Recognised, so, yeah. Recognised. So what are your plans now in terms of expansion and, sure. and, and how you, um, any particular states or regions you're going for in Australia yeah, so as, I, the, as the priority? Yeah, that's, well, our, our priorities, I can listen directly is yeah. a Sydney market, yep. uh, Queensland market, yep. and the South Australian market. Yep. Now, a majority of our stores are currently in uh, Melbourne um, and Victoria, uh, but we can see we've got uh, a huge amount of potential in the Sydney market, and then um, in the Queens ma- Queensland market in particular, especially in terms of uh, yep. uh, site opportunities, uh, demographics, uh, the retail outlook, mm-hmm. In uh, Queensland, uh, we have an enormous opportunity in the Queensland market. So we have 12 stores in the pipeline at the moment. Uh, of that, uh, three are in Victoria. Yep. Two, two are in, uh, I've got to get this maths right, uh, two are in <laughs> South Australia. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the, the other two, are, uh, <laughs> sorry, five in New South Wales and four in Queensland. Okay. I think I got that right, I could be more than 12. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic. And you just opened a few recently. Yeah, we opened uh, 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 Lancel Plaza up in uh, Bendigo, uh, Hollywood Plaza in South Australia. Where else have we opened? Casula in uh, Sydney. Next cab off the rank is uh, Sunbury here in Victoria, uh, St Mary's in New South Wales. Uh, yeah, we've got a lot on our plate at the moment, yeah. which is great. But we've got a lot of resources uh, devoted to it at the moment, so it's very busy. But um, yeah. And where do the, they tend to work better in terms of, you know, in terms of your methodology of opening a sandwich chef store, yep. you know, where's an ideal location? Is it a particular demographic or is it so universal that it can be done anywhere? No, we've developed uh, both through um, uh, you know, site research. Um, so they're, they're, uh, we look at our existing network mm-hmm. and look at their performance and we try to get benchmark our existing network mm-hmm. to create a... Uh, some selection criteria for specific sites, and all 
All of those things that you mentioned are part of that selection criteria. Is there one particular uh, uh, selection uh, selection mm -hmm. criteria that uh, every site must have? Mm -hmm. No, no. And I think that goes back to our product before mm -hmm. that, that I was saying. We've got a very broad appeal within the marketplace. Mm -hmm. Certainly, we look at uh, the actual physical location within a shopping centre is uh, very, very important. Yeah. And that's part of our... Uh, lease negotiation. Right. We, we, we will always go into a very high traffic area, whether it be the primary food court length area. Sure. Uh, we'll take kiosks and in line, but we won't go into uh, sort of what a secondary food location, which is really pitched as a destination sure. uh, centre, typically occupied by a, a cafe sure. model. You also mentioned the um the deals that that you that that you do with uh, shopping centres and yeah. how you focus on the profitability and, and expertise of other people to to bring you that profitability. Yeah. Um. There's you also uh, you you also focus on the profitability of every store, um. And that's looking at the size of the store and 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 fridge space and all that. Is that is that how do you how do you go about doing that? Well, our um. Like I said, I, the, the Sandwich Chefs franchise has been developed for over 30 years um, mm -hmm. across, uh, uh, it was once upon a time called Fancy Fillings, okay. and then we undertook a, uh, a uh, complete revamp of the brand and a complete review of the product and, uh, and what our core product was going to be, mm -hmm. our differentiation. And, um, so... I think this is what your question was. So yep. yeah, we've designed the business yep. to fulfil uh, certain criteria, to yep. fit, fit a footprint, yep. to deliver a uh, a specific uh, development cost. So, and we modify all those different. We, you know, we adjust all those different levers, yep. hopefully to deliver a a an investment product almost yep. that that uh, works for a franchisee. Yep. I mean that's 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 really important to me because that 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 shows like years and years of of research and experience that that goes to save uh, that goes to save a, a, a friend you know a, a new person starting a business that's at least five to ten years of learning absolutely. that you, yeah, you actually absolutely. go straight into there and educate new franchisees so that that's yeah um, and look we work with franchisees to explain all of uh, yep. a lot of those elements but you know for a lot of people you know. They just want to get in there and use it, mm -hmm. yep. yeah. and um, you know they might not be that interested in that. Um, you know, yeah, our philosophy mm -hmm. uh, yeah. with both in terms of cost and in terms of our, uh, you know, our offer to our our customers that uh, we do a lot of uh, uh, roast meals. Yep. So non-sandwich products. Yep. You know, your your meat and two two vegetables. Two veg. Yeah. Um, we do a lot of those, but uh, you know, it's a non-negotiable standard in our business that yep. it's served on. Uh, you know, real cutlery and crockery, you know, food court, not a paper plate with plastic nice. and spoon and fork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we, we go to that thing, but we cost that into the setup cost, yep. if, if you if you know what I mean, to ensure that, you know, we've got, that, that we don't blow our budget on a setup cost chasing something that's impractical and doesn't have consumer appeal. Mm -hmm. No, it's interesting because often, like, you hear it's best to, like, do what you do best and, you know, delegate the rest Yep. an expert there. So from that side, what does the f a successful franchisee need to do before the rest that can be delegated to the structure that you've, you and the, the company have created? Mm -hmm. So what, what's, what, what do they need to bring to the table? 
the most success, like in my experience, it doesn't matter what brand I've, mm-hmm. I've uh, worked with, um, franchisees who get excited about their product and they can, that this product that they sell and they that, that excitement um, is catching. And if their staff start to become also engaged with the product, mm-hmm. engaged with the brand, um, that enthusiasm is just contagious. And right. so, you know, sometimes I've walked into uh, a sandwich chef business just recently. I asked some questions about, you know, what, what percentage of your sales are your wages at the moment? Yep. And the answer wasn't really that good, right. but they were fantastic sales growth. And when I walked up to the counter, every single member of the staff smiled at me. Huh. And <sighs> They almost competed about who was going to serve me, yeah. and were disappointed when I said, "No, yeah, you know, I'm just here to see the franchisee." <laughs> no, me, me. <laughs> so, I don't know if I answered your question there correctly, but no, no, you did. I mean, that you, you undoubtedly need to have a passion about the business yes. to grow it, yeah. and you also have to be willing to learn from the systems the franchise has spent years and years created and. and and perfect it and also believe that yep. is the best way to go. Yeah. So you, you develop yeah. core competencies, uh, as a franchisee, you develop core competencies so that you can you know, train your staff mm. and um, teach them to be uh, have those exactly the same core competencies. We insist that all our staff can work every single workstation in, in the outlet. Yep. So everyone's trained as a barista, everyone's trained to work out in the back kitchen. Um, and the franchisee is responsible for doing that. However, you know, that's not the key. That's sort of like a, a, a minimum standard. Mm-hmm. Taking it to the next step mm-hmm. is to, to create that uh, enthusiasm and, and excitement around yeah. what everybody is doing in the, in the business. Yeah. Okay. So what, what would your advice be to someone looking at a Sandwich Chef's franchise? Is a personal <laughs> question, Frank. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you assume it is, I Can I have the question again? So what would your advice be to someone considering a Sandwich Chef's franchise? Well, my, my advice would be, you know, is have a chat to me. That's what I like to do. I like to sit down with people and uh, I see franchising as my role as a recruiter, as, a, as an educator. Yep. So I will sit down and spend uh, a lot of time talking to people a, about how do, how do you start your own business? Yep. We're not even talking about sandwich shifts at yep. that stage. Yep. You know, can, can you afford it? How are you going to fund it? Are mm-hmm. you prepared to take on risk? How much yep. are you prepared to take on risk? Yep. I will tell them a lot of stories about uh, mm-hmm. you know, the mistakes people make sure. and how people do it, do it well. Then I'll talk a lot about franchising, the nature of the franchise relationship with people so that they, they fully understand what they're uh, what the nature of that relationship is. Yeah. Some people get into franchising, they're completely ignorant about yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, both the obligations of the franchisor and their obligations as a franchisee. I talk to people a lot about the industry yeah. and very openly about the industry that, that they're going to participate in. Yeah. You know, the challenges of uh, I mean, food businesses, uh, people look at it and go, how hard could it be to run no, a food right. business? Yeah. You actually look at the, the number of elements within a food business, they're quite complicated. Yeah. And that's where franchising works in food, um, obviously, because you get a system that manages all those different elements. But you know, but doing a, a SWOT analysis 
yep. on the industry. You know, what are the what, what are the threats down the track? Yep. You know, most obvious is, uh, for example, in uh, food at the moment, is you know the whole technological landscape is changing, sure. where and how people buy the product. Uh, and then I'll talk to them specifically about the brand, mm-hmm. and um, like we we have today. Uh, but dig really right down into it, and uh, and it's only then that we start to talk about uh, you know, the real, real pointy end of the stick that everybody wants to know. Yeah. How how do I make some money out of this? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Will it, will, will this make me rich? Yeah. And I always say that's a, a good question, but a naive question. Yeah. If they ask me that question straight, straight up. Straight away. Yeah. Yeah. Because what they need to understand is what the financial model is. So mm-hmm. then we spent a lot of time talking about the financial model. What are the drivers of profitability, yep. both in a food business and specifically in a sandwich chef's business? And they start to understand the, the ratios yep. that exist in every business. Yep. And then we give them the resources to answer that question for themselves. Yep. Okay. With some accuracy. Sure. And then assuming, I guess it's like a mutual vetting process as well. That's you right. You want to try it. They want to mm. assess you. You want to assess them. Yeah. Assuming you do that first stage is fine. What's the next stage then? The next stage, you make an application yeah. for the franchise. Uh, and that's what I was saying about, you know, you get down to the nitty gritty. Um, you then want full disclosure from the franchisor. Mm. And the franchisor should be encouraging you to ask questions as part of that disclosure that uh, some people might feel uncomfortable asking. Questions like, how many of your stores have failed in the last 12 months, last two years, last three years? Uh, Good franchisors will encourage you to ask those sort of questions because they've probably got a good answer. So I encourage people to uh, make an application, a formal application to the franchisor so that they get the full disclosure package. And then to uh, go talk to other franchisees. And we, uh, both at the very beginning of the process and during the formal disclosure process, we, at the very beginning of the process, we encourage the franchise uh, an applicant to talk to our franchisees. Yep. In the formal disclosure process, we won't proceed with their application unless we know that we've talked to other franchisees. So that's that's important. Yep. All right, sure. So, look, Gary, look to to head back to look. It's very interesting work you're doing, seeing the development of these new business owners and helping them succeed. I mean, what's the best thing about your job right now? Uh, well, I love being a part of a business that's going, that you can see is going to grow and develop into, uh, I've done it before, I've helped other companies grow and, and I personally get quite a buzz out of it. Uh, and it, it's exciting to be in that environment. Sure. Um, and uh, you know, I encourage uh, anybody who's contemplating it to get on board. It's, yeah. you know, despite the financial, a potential financial uh, benefits down the track, it's, it's just exciting to be on a winning team. Right, fantastic. Look, it's, look, we do encourage anyone interested to head towards sandwichchefs.com.au and put it in, in an inquiry. Apart from that, you'll have a contact us box underneath this podcast and put your details down. I'm sure the team and Gary will, will get back in touch with you very quickly for that initial call. It's just a chat to start off with, so we do encourage that initial engagement. Apart from that, Gary, it's been really interesting talking to you today about you know, your, the growth of the company and, and your, your take on where the industry is heading and hope to have you back on very soon for an update. Great. Thanks, Roger. Fantastic. That's right. Thanks, Thanks Gary. Cheers. 
Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to Gary Powell, the Network and Development Manager of the Sandwich Chefs franchise. For more information on this or any other episodes by Eden Exchanges, head to EdenExchange.com or www.businessbuyinvest.com. You can also find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram for recent updates on the buying and investing business world. You can subscribe to this series on iTunes or Stitches if you're using Android. Thanks for listening.